What is up, everyone? I am Don Mystic, and this is the Wrestling Godfathers Podcast, and I am here with Don Melrose. Shout out, Barry Melrose. Uh, enjoy your retirement, buddy. Uh, wishing you the best. Yeah. All right. So we're gonna start out. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna get right into this because somebody wants to end this before a certain amount a certain amount of time. Somebody holding a Shawn Michaels pop, but uh, who could it possibly be? Who? I mean, uh, uh, tell me who it is without telling me who it is, right? Exactly. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so first up, we're gonna get right into it. Let's get Fast into playing recap, baby. Room, room, room. But I mean, we did pretty good. This PL. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I I do believe that most of the uh, most of the matches weren't that like there was little room for surprises. Yeah, exactly. That's good. That's good. I like that, sir. I like that. You are a creative man. <laughs> this is hey, that's what hey. They don't pay me the big bucks for nothing. They don't pay you the big bucks, but. <laughs> You're all like, yeah, I said they don't pay me the big bucks. <laughs> but uh but anyway, so the first uh, the first match we're going to talk about uh is actually the one I got wrong. Um LWO versus the Street Profits. Now to be fair, in our defense, we had no fucking clue. If we had known Carlito was going to be there, that's it changes we, the game. Yeah, it changes things a hundred percent. It turns things completely around because you're not going to have Carlito come in out of and, nowhere and, and lose. lose. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, and, I, and by the way, that's like the only surprise on the show. To be fair, <laughs> not the only surprise. Not the only surprise. It's so not we'll, the only we'll, surprise. We'll, we'll, we'll it get into the, it. It was the only surprise that had no. There was no way of forecasting that unless you were, you know. Paul unless Beck. you were part of the unless, WWE yeah. creative team. Yeah, unless you're Paul Beck, who probably called Carlito personally and was like, we're hey ready man, for you, you got, buddy. You, got, you doing anything this week? All right, doing anything tomorrow? Want to hang out with Ray Mysterio for a little while? <laughs> Make a couple hundred thousand dollars? I'll yeah. do it. I wonder if this means he's back. God, I hope. I hope he is. And and it doesn't even, like, I hope, I hope he is. And look, I hope it's like kind of like that run edge sort of got where we see him in spots so you can still cheer for him and still get excited and he's working uh, meaningful matches. I don't want to see him in like, oh, he's a legend. Now we're introducing this young bull who's going to take out all these legends and you just feed the old timers to him. Kind of like how Randy Orton started. By the way, um, that's why it took me years to respect Randy Orton, not because he was like I know the guy or anything. I'm sure he's respectable, but um, I hated the legend killer gimmick and where they just fed him older legends just just to get him over. I thought that was cheap, and I like how they didn't do that with Carlito. They could have easily uh, had Carlito come out, and then he could have put over, uh, you know, he could Street Profits, right? Montez Ford, he could put him over really strong. But I like how he came out. He was a difference maker. And uh, the LWO got the win because now that sets Carlito up looking good, looking strong. He's he's yoked, right? So yeah. 
I do think we're going to see a little bit of Carlito. I really do. Here's why. Because they've kind of set Santos up for maybe leaving the uh, LWO. Maybe oh, uh, like because it, because they have him like kind of at odds with Ray for trying to like uh, you know, trying for the U.S. title. So maybe he leaves or maybe there's a little dissension de- 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 or whatever the word is. I think that's a word. But anyways, maybe well, there's like a little that. like uh, a little rivalry going on there and he ends up leaving. Carlito takes his spot. I mean, you could, but I could also see. I could also see where Carlito becomes that, you know, like now you have you have Carlito and Ray who are bona fide. Ray's a bona fide Hall of Famer. Carlito's definitely uh I don't know if Hall of Fame. I think but, I think if he, is, a, if he can get if he can put together a solid run, oh yeah, he's definitely in. he's in. definitely and well hold on. WWE does their Hall of Fame is is sort of weird in that in some occasions, they they can throw in work. people like what the well, fuck? Well, well, yeah, obviously, but they'll consider Snoop Dogg. What the fuck? Yeah, they'll they'll consider work you've done elsewhere. And Carlito, though he'd been off TV here or at least WWE TV for a while, wasn't like he was sitting around doing nothing. So he's obviously huge in Puerto Rico. He is the son of a incredibly famous promoter. So I am pretty sure that. You know his the totality of his work. You know it, it, that's justified. So you have Ray, you have Carlito. But what I'm saying is, like, you have the LWO now set up to where now they have a bona fide enforcer because he's fucking huge now, and he can work and he could get on the mic and he has his look. He he looks like he like before he had that kind of like baby face with his you know kind of like Caribbean cool fro. Now I'm I look at him I'm like. This man's going to – he looked like he was going to punch Montez Ford for real and just knock him the fuck out. You know what I mean? Like, like, like he looks the, intense. Like, right now, he's the type of person who who looks like he could say – look me in the eye, say, I'm going to fuck your mother. Do it, and I couldn't do anything about it. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, yeah. to be fair, he probably was like that before that. <laughs> oh, yeah, no. Well, oh, dude, I, I, I heard on the dirt sheets – I heard he got so much tail, especially from the divas, because like I guess he was like very popular with them. Well, I mean that's probably why he got so much heat in the back of the locker room. All the all the other guys were like, "What the fuck, man?" <laughs> he was Caribbean a, cool. He was Caribbean cool, and he spits in the face of people who don't want to be cool. Anyways, yeah, the point is, was, it was a good match. Is, I liked it. That was a loss for the both of us. We could not see Carlito coming back. Uh, like we could not, uh, we did not have a four. Uh, we do not have a magic eight ball that exactly. <laughs> that is that accurate. But um, uh, exactly. yeah. So, so that's really the only one that both of us got wrong. Yeah, but and that was, and it was a good match. By the way, I liked it. I like how they integrated um the spot with Zelina Vega. She was able to not even up the odds totally, but. You know, Montez Ford got away with a, a little illegal attacking of her partner or of one of the LWO partners. I believe it was of Santos because Ray, I think, was in the ring. So she just said, all right, well, now I'm going to hit you with a move off the apron just to even up those odds. I thought they played it well. I liked the match. That match in particular, I liked. I, I think I liked it better than the uh, than the opener, but I don't know what 
when you want to talk about that one. So we will. I'll just say I, I liked I liked it. And um, this does set up a like a Bobby Lashley for maybe like having a different set of dudes vying to be. Yeah, or could you imagine Bobby Lashley versus Carlito? That could be a good matchup. I, I could definitely see that. Yeah, but here's the thing. like, um, I feel like that one you have to put over like Carlito. Cause, no, I think you have to put over Carlito because he's just come back. He's uh, – yeah. He's he's gonna be the hot guy, and then but then if you keep having Lashley, you know, get his yeah. shit took in. I mean, he's base he like if you keep having basically play jobber, how are you gonna get his faction over as a legitimate threat? So that's the only thing. That's the only reason I would like be. No, I feel I feel you hesitant on that one. They gotta th- what what I would do is I would throw. Realistically, I would throw Grayson Waller at uh, at Carlito and have him just like beat the living <laughs> shit out of him. Because people, that's what people want to see Grayson Waller. It, they won't want to see him get the shit to yeah. get, like beaten out of him. Yeah, and yeah, then yeah. Uh, maybe throw, well, I guess we've already done Austin Theory against Bobby Lashley and he's already gotten the shit <laughs> beat out of him many times. But uh, they want to see a triple threat between Gunther. No, they want to see a three-on-one handicap. Gunther, Carlito, and Bobby Lashley versus Austin Theory. <laughs> <laughs> that would draw money, man. I'm just saying. It would. And no, you know no, what? no, no, no. Austin, not even Austin Bobby Theory. Lashley. Not, e- not even against Austin Theory because no one gives a shit about Austin <laughs> Theory. Against Grayson Waller because he has – dude, he has so much more heat than Austin Theory because he's got a huge fucking mouth. Grayson Waller, Austin Theory. Grayson Waller. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Winner winner must perform a fatality. (laughs) No, no, no. But I'm going to say right now, and you're going to think I'm nuts, but I'm going to say it right now, and just listen. Grayson Waller is going to be the next fucking L.A. Knight because he's that good on the mic. He's that good at riling people up. Yes, Yes, and then here's what's going to happen. People are going to get behind him because he talks so much smack, and then he's going to make a fucking face turn. It's a fucking play-by-play book. It's the same way they got freaking The Rock over. They You make, him, you, you make the uh, crowd absolutely hate him, and then when he turns, they will love him. I guarantee it. Put we'll money see on it. it you put money on it, baby. Tell you what. Tell you what, I'm not going to poo-poo your idea. We'll just see if it plays out. <laughs> Which is your way of saying I'm going to poo-poo it for the second we stop recording. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'll, I'll be like, this. Mo- I'm going to lay in bed tonight and be like, hey, believe this motherfucker said it on a, a real-ass podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can because it's true. <laughs> Anyways, all right, let's move on to Judgment Day versus Jay and Cody. Um, this is the other one where – Somebody got it wrong, but not me. Yep. And, and I'm, I'm going to be fair about this. I should have gotten it wrong, but I only <laughs> took Jay and Cody because I wanted us to have one different. And I was so sure that we were going to get them all. All the other ones were going to be the same. And by the way, I was 100% right on that. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, so I just took this one like uh, 
you know, for us to have a different yeah. opinion on one. And I got lucky. I win. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The, uh, I will say though, the, my, I thought the match was, was good. I, I thought it could have been better. I thought the thing that made the match, uh, <laughs> sorry, I'm, I'm laughing. So I, I think what could have made the match better, um, is the timing of, of Jay Uso. I thought Jay was just a half second off. Uh, and, and like the match wasn't bad. It wasn't like it was like botch city or anything like that. Just, it felt like Jay was either a second late or a second early on multiple, on multiple occasions. And it, it almost looked like, he didn't have his ring timing down like because literally he wrestles Roman. Uh, he quits, takes two weeks off TV, comes back, but does promos, not a whole lot of entering other than just, you know, some, some being jumped. And for a match back, I thought it was fine, but the cohesion when he wrestles with his brother in a tag match, well, that cohesion fair, wasn't like- there. And and that's maybe he's been wrestling with him forever. No, but that that's what I'm saying is the level I expected Jey Uso to be at, he appeared not to be. Now it also could be, it could maybe be that maybe Cody is a step slower than Jimmy, so that's why uh, it was harder for Jay to to sync a up step? his. This, Don't you remember his? (laughs) No, I know. (laughs) I know. When he runs to the ring, that guy is just trying not to blow out his hamstrings. Um, (laughs) Both. Both hamstrings. All of Vince McMahon. Oh, my God. Those that was the hamstrings. Those were quads. I think he tore both his quads. Whatever. He's old. (laughs) Yeah. But I thought the match, I thought the match just just, was just a, a twinge off. Not in that it was bad. I just felt, I was like, I remember at the end of it, I was like, I was like, I almost, because you texted me, you're like, if anything major happens, let me know. I was like, all right. And I was almost like, is this considered major? But then would it be petty if I was like, the match itself, just just certain spots didn't work as cleanly as I thought. And I had a realization during the match, which was if the Judgment Day win, um, then he, uh, Damian Priest, I doubt cashes in because I don't think they want Damian Priest to have two belts, right? Because they just they're just barely trying to recover this from Roman Reigns, you know, having two belts and not, you know, not losing any of them. So I was like, okay, so they have to get the tag titles off of uh, Judgment Day, but then why put it on Cody Rhodes and Jey Uso because they're not a full on team. And they're not really going to spend much time in the tag division. I doubt Cody's going to go to WrestleMania and be, uh, you know, wanting to finish his story as a tag team matchup. Right. You know, you Um, get what I'm saying? I'm a little scared that they're going to have the uh, Roman versus Rock match and just say, fuck the uh, Cody Rhodes uh, storyline. I mean, they'll still, I, I still think he'll eventually get the belt down the line, but if they don't get, take the belt off of Roman with Cody, people are going to be pissed. Yeah, but like... And but, it needs but, to be a big moment, like at, a, at one of their big pay-per-views. Right. And so but, 
I think he might actually take it off of him at uh at Royal Rumble. Yeah, no, but hear me out though. But when Cody, I don't see him being both tag champion and oh no 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 no. I think he'll so, lose it. I don't think they're gonna have a long run by any stretch. No, so but look at Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. They didn't no, have but, a long run. No, but that's what I'm saying is. Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens at least part of that whole winning the tag belts was trying to disarm the um the bloodline, right? Yeah. And then and then they got taken by the judgment day because judgment day is a faction. But because uh Senor Money in the Bank, Damian Priest, yeah, the, the, I, the, 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 I I get I what you're saying. I get so, they're they're so, not a tag team. Exactly. And that's they're, why they're I think wrestling. Well, yeah. Jay, but I mean, like they're not they together are not a tag team, but they've done this before. WWE, right? But I, I hate when they do this because it it devalues the tag team ranks. If it were up, let's let's face facts. WWE does not give a flying fuck about the tag team belt. They haven't for a very long time. Well, well, no, they haven't since they took it off the Usos. Because when they had it on the Usos. Well, no, no. I don't even think they cared about it when they had it on the Usos. If they cared (laughs) about the tag team belts, they'd have a much better like tag team division. That's just how it is. The reason they kept it on the Usos for so long is because they didn't, other than Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens, there was no one good enough to take him off, take it off of him, except for the Judgment Day. But they were doing their own shit at the time. Right. Okay, I can see that. I mean, you can't. I mean, who are you going to give it to? The Viking Raiders. <laughs> Although I wouldn't, I would like to see uh, Alpha Academy get them. But, yeah. Well, the Viking Raiders. That one dude is just ever since he started backflipping off the top rope, seems <laughs> a little bit cooler. Although, but, I don't, yeah, yeah, although until he, until he fucking like <laughs> pulls a fucking Brock Lesnar on Kurt Angle and almost kills himself. But I mean, it'll be a little bit funnier because he's fat. Though. I jacked up. <laughs> hey, as a fat man, I can say that. All right, oh, that's dear. fat on fat crime, and it's all right. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Let, let's move on because, yeah. but but good match, good match yeah, overall. And I, and I do want to th- throw in one more thing. I think this is basically them just like kind of like giving Cody something to do until they do put the belt on him. Oh, I think yeah. they're trying to waste time with Cody and Jay because the real plan for Jay, I think, is Jimmy <laughs> at WrestleMania. Yeah, the we, plan we, for Cody we, is we Roman. This, like last time, I I kind of called this a while back, and you and you reminded me of it because I I didn't even remember like last week but yeah uh they blew their load too quick well yeah especially in the with jimmy and jay although i in hindsight maybe they should have had cody win at wrestlemania and then yeah no shit and then you wouldn't have this uh, we've known this shit a long time ago we we could already been done with this goddamn storyline by now we could have had main event Jay Uso. We could have had, had this shit a long time ago. We could have, but, no. you, but you but know no. what? Though? But you know what? I am, I am enjoying Cody. I'm enjoying Cody more this this lead up to WrestleMania than last because last everyone was like he tore his pack, he disappeared to Royal Rumble. You know what I mean? Like. It was almost. Well, here's like the thing, though that he returned, that, he re- that match he did after he tore his pack with uh, Seth Rollins. Yeah, incredible. Yeah. 
So I mean, no, but what I, if he didn't tear his pack and if he, he didn't know, go off, but it, we wouldn't have gotten felt, that match. So. Right, but it felt like like Cody came in super hot, tore his pack, steps out for three or four months, and all of a sudden returns like a fucking meteor. Now it feels like all right. Now he's both. He's working the mic. He's working matches. Um, he's chronically a pain in the side of Dominic Mysterio because he's always which is always fun. Down. But like, and I mean, the fact that he he won two out of three on the Beast and and got the handshake. I mean, that that's one hell of a- unprompted as some internet who, bozos who the, like to cry who, about. Who the f- Fuck cares. It's, oh my god! It, it was a great moment in wrestling history. You know who cares? Tony fucking Khan. I bet he was <laughs> leading the charge. He's like, you know what? I, I I wouldn't be surprised if he was in his fucking in his fucking room under some alias in in a WWE chat room. This was unscripted, and I didn't enjoy it. Please bring back Vince McMahon. He is a visionary. <laughs> <laughs> oh tony uh it, here's the thing tony khan also appears on the sidelines of most jaguar games i've noticed because <laughs> for those that don't know his dad owns the jacksonville jaguars and also owns like um i forget he owns like a premier league team but i think he even owns tottenham right so the point is uh the khan family because they own both soccer and american football teams um, they're able to send the Jaguars to London twice a year. <laughs> and uh, But Tony, uh, that's the connection for anyone wondering why um, I mentioned seeing him on the sidelines. Uh, but yeah, when you are when you come from that kind of money, you, you probably don't even have an alias. You just have one of your, one of your helpers, you know, purchase it. And so it doesn't look like it's your name, but you know. Whatever. No, yeah, it's just a plays, joke. Whatever you want to call it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, girlfriend off of Epstein's Island. <laughs> now that's wrong. <laughs> that's wrong. Tony, I, I agree. How Tony dare you, Tony, Tony Khan? Tony, <laughs> Tony Khan might be a lot of things. You know, a cokehead, a fanboy, <laughs> a ring rat. He might be a lot of things. But God damn it, a molester, he probably is not. I like that. He probably, probably is not. No, I don't want to be sued. Check his hard drive. Reliable. No, well, whatever. Uh, well, no, let's not get drastic. Let's not check anyone's hard drive here. I'm not <laughs> one to be throwing stones. <laughs> You're all like, I want to be cracking my, gra- my glass house there, motherfucker. I know. Anyway, I swear to God, people would be like, really? You type that into a search bar. That's curious. I want to know what it looked like. I didn't know. Like, like here's the thing, though. I typed, like, really, like, not even, like, bad shit but just really weird shit into the into like my type bar because half the time my dad's like hey google what the symptoms are because he's afraid he's got like some freaking disease from the uganda or some shit like that and um skiffalophagus guy oscar and uh and charlotte Charlotte Flair. again i enjoyed the match cool and i like and i mean I, I was scared that they might put it on mm-hmm. the Charlotte again because anytime Charlotte is anywhere near a freaking belt. Yeah, and it, we have PTSD with Charlotte and belts. <laughs> we have PTSD, yes. Uh, poop traumatic stress disorder mm-hmm. from the shitty ass book. 
<laughs> that WWE keeps doing because they keep putting the belt on her because they want her to beat her dad's record. I'm when like, you, you have will. plenty of, she eventually will, but you don't have to fucking do it all in like two years. All right. I mean, yeah. So I'm, I'm happy they kept it on EO. Uh, we did pick, we both picked EO, although I think we were both like terrified that they were going to put it on uh, Charlotte. But yeah. We both ended up taking EO. We got that one right. Um, uh, even though they're, they're keeping the belt on EO, I, I really hope they start booking her a little bit better. Yeah, I hope she gets... I want to see her get a run against, like, Raquel Rodriguez, against Zelina Vega. Like, like give her Keep other... Keep her the fuck away, against, uh, away from... Uh, what was her name? Nia Jax. So yeah. she doesn't get hurt. Yeah, and yeah. Keep her away from Nia. Did Nia Jax actually hurt Rhea Ripley, or was that just kayfabe? I'm be honest. I think it was both. I think it was mostly kayfabe, and I'm sure she was a little sore. But I think she was on vacation because oh, okay. well, during that time, I don't necessarily. I don't even know if I follow the real Rhea Ripley on Instagram. I follow, I think, a fan account. I follow and, a Rhea Ripley. <laughs> Yes, someone, right? And they were they and they do a lot of reposting of, of other posts which probably come from her. And it like she's on the beach with like her boyfriend or no her fiance, buddy Matthews, like like they're like eating like food and shit. So it appeared she was on a perfectly normal vacation. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I would say yeah, I'm sure some of it hurts because you know, how can it not? But um I, I think it was more time off than it was uh, actual, you know, physical ailment. Okay, well, and it was only two weeks. People, people, all people were freaking out. People, you know, like when is she coming back? It's like give the girl two weeks. I mean, fuck, she's a human being. Yeah. You know, she just got proposed to. I think she kind of wants to see the motherfucker. <laughs> no one <laughs> wants to get married. Maybe blind. you never know. You, you get that ring on your finger, and all of a sudden, shit. Changed. Oh my god! <laughs> I watched. I watched a thing, uh, and it was Scarlett and Shotzi, Dominic and Rhea in this like haunted jail thing, and that gave me the heebie-jeebies. But like, fuck. But Dominic and Rhea were like both like not having it. They were pretty, pretty much like, can we, can we go? Like they got. You could tell they were scared, and. uh I'm like, you guys are in the judgment day. Your literal fucking intro is filled with like druids and like skulls and shit. And look at half of, both of them. All their tattoos have like skulls and they're like metal as shit. And they're the scared ones. And Shotzi and Charlotte are like, oh, let's go inside the prison. <laughs> let's talk to it. <laughs> <laughs> Funny juxtaposition. Mm -hmm. But anyway, um, yeah. Uh, Oh, yeah, you, to get the belt off Damian Priest, I, I know where I'm going back. Well, I know we're on EO Sky, but hold on one sec. Uh, to, for Damian Priest to win the belt, I think they had to get it off. So at some point, Judgment Day had to lose it, lose. And what a perfect way because it sets up more drama between uh, JD McDonough and Damian Priest. All right, EO Sky, I'd love to see her now get away from Charlotte Flair, put together some matches. Yes, we know Flair's going to win it back at some point. Um, but let, let's let EO get some get some run. And then I'd love to see just a really good program, like a solid build from Royal Rumble to WrestleMania with EO Sky and Asuka 
And then I just want them to go super, super insane at Mania. And whoever wins, wins. You know, best woman yeah. wins. Yeah. Sounds good. Yeah. And um, I'm going to be honest with you. The last two were so obvious who was going to win. Like Seth oh, yeah. and uh, Shinsuke. If you thought Shinsuke was going to win, I'm like, I'm sorry. I can't do anything for you. <laughs> like, yeah, like, you they, can't fix stupid. I mean, I'm no, sorry. But, no, but they did a good job in at least They did create, a good job of, creating, of creating the uh, possibility. Yeah. But I was, I'm sorry. I just wasn't buying it. I'm, I, I, I mean, you're not going to, you're not going to take it off. Oh. It's sad. I'm sorry. Well, not, I, not, I, not with Shinsuke. Not with Shinsuke. I Maybe, thought, I thought they, but they did do that cutscene of Damian Priest wanting to cash in. And yeah, Rhea being that, like, you're I, hurt. that I, that I could have seen. Yeah. But if you're going to tell me, oh, Shinsuke is going to be him. No, no. And he did. He, he did. Uh, he did try. Yeah, the, but he, and, the, but, uh, and the and I thought the match was good. There were a few bumps that I was like, "Oh, that's really cool," but that's super fucking dangerous. Uh, when Shinsuke came off the uh, uh, off the top rope, and you, I forget, I don't even forget what the move's called, but he landed. He lands with his knees on you, but he put Rollins to the table on the outside. I was like, I wasn't worried about Rollins really because it's just a glancing blow. I was more worried about Shinsuke. I'm like, you're in a real awkward position. And then when they were up on the ladder for a moment, I was like, oh, this could get ugly. Um, and then there's, uh, you know, that pad that was on the ground when Uncle Howdy jumped off the intro and missed LA Night by like a half mile. Yeah. Well, that pad was also featured in this match. That went through the it. crowd, right? Now, on the telecast, they you see Rollins land and they quickly cut like super quickly to Shinsuke's face. And then the next time they cut to Rollins, he's rolling around the arena floor. Now I saw fans posting videos from the event that clearly show Rollins landing on that padded. I don't know what it is, but that padded square and then rolling off to the floor. Now people were like, Oh, can you believe it? This is a botch. And I'm like, did you really want him falling? 18 feet onto concrete like do you like, want to keep w, singing that WWE fans want people to die <laughs> I think so because sometimes wrestling fans can be so fucking dumb I'm like you all everyone in the this crowd this is not AEW we're not using real glass shut the fuck up I know right like like you all want to keep singing you know oh you know his his theme song right you want to yeah, yeah if, you, if you do that in real life you're gonna sing it out as freaking <laughs> funeral motherfucker yeah because he's <laughs> motherfuckers gonna be paralyzed for life like he really isn't going home if yeah. he lands on the if concrete he, if he doesn't again. really have back problems he's gonna have them after that i mean yeah because i don't need you could take a flat back bump yeah but from 17 feet in the air onto concrete floor no thank you <laughs> no <laughs> thank you um, and if and if anyone's got a problem with it i'm like Okay, take the move yourself, and then right. you can talk, or you can shut the fuck up about it. I mean, or you could just enjoy it for what it is. It entertainment, is in, entertainment, not, you know, right? Not a murder. Right. Exactly, because <laughs> this like, is not a snuff film. Get over it. Yeah, I'm like Mick Foley used to take certain bumps onto the concrete, and even that was yeah. Mick Foley is missing quite a few teeth, 
Right. And quite a few brain cells. I, and I love no, McFoley. I, I, I love McFoley, but, but if there's one guy I'm like 99.9999% sure there's at least a little CTE there, <laughs> it's McFoley. I mean, there's no way you take that many bumps. And don't have he got something. thrown off a freaking hell in the cell on. No, 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 no. I feel, I feel you. I feel that you. That man, that man's got got a little CTE in there. Yeah, but I will say this though, like even when Foley took those bumps, they weren't from as high up, and it really jacked him up. Like you hear him on the podcast, and he's like, "Oh yeah, that move. I did it for years, and it and it actually is part of the." reason that he has some of the ailments he has now is because he was taking bumps on concrete you know from the ring apron um back in house shows that had no tv right like like he's going to a really violent place maybe too frequently and so my my whole point is is that what the wwe not the audience on tv but the audience there like is that what you wanted is to uh see seth rollins main himself like like get out of here uh yeah of course he didn't land on the concrete because they're not trying to kill the motherfucker you know oh what's that producer yes the producer is informing me that uh we're having a bit of a mic issue but it's all good uh our audio producer um Vanilla Wafer Wellington is we're currently Vanilla Wafer Wellington. Am I back? Yeah, you're back, baby. All right, all right. Anyways, um, yeah. So I think I, I think, like I said, we don't have to stay too long on that one. We also don't yeah. have to stay too long on the L.A. Night uh, Cena versus uh, shit Solo Sokoa and Jimmy Uso. The fact that I forgot who they fucking <laughs> tells you how little. I thought that he had a chance at winning. There's there would be no reason to put over Solo and uh, Jimmy in this at all. Nope. And uh, all that I, would do is like halt La Knight's push. I mean, the, you're doing this to give him the Cena rub or the Cena circle jerk, if you will. <laughs> the fucking rub, man. Uh, yeah. They, they they say if you do it too much you 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 go blind. No, if you say if you do it too much you get a bald spot. Right? But, <laughs> no, but um, uh, like it it was just always gonna be La Knight and Cena. There's just uh, again this is one of those things where if you thought Solo and Jimmy were gonna come out of it, I'm sorry for you. I can't fix stupid. And I I realize yeah. I'm insulting the people that we. <laughs> listening to our podcast right now but i i don't think i actually am because i think they people who listen to us are very smart and intelligent people exactly and they would have seen this coming a mile exactly the only surprising part was that the match took 14 minutes and la Knight didn't get until minute 13 but it really (sighs) builds up that anticipation for the hot tag so um good match enjoyed it and yeah it was predictable but I mean, why sh- should it? Why should it have not been like? That's one where here it's kind of like, yeah, no one, no one wants to see uh, Cena and LA Knight lose. Um, this they want to put more shame on the bloodline. That way, when Roman returns on Friday, he can scold them or whatever. So it worked perfectly for everyone involved. Yeah. So yeah, that was fast line. Um, room, room. 
Room, room. <laughs> and next up, we got uh, a Mr. Paul Levesque. And there have been like some uh, rumblings, some uh, some little whispering in the ear of like some people, or or I heard it on WrestleMania. One of the two. Um, <laughs> It, it was either wrestling or what culture wrestling, one of the two. But like, um, or a bird told me. They, a, <laughs> a, a little bird, bird told me. A little bird that watched video that two videos people have seen. <laughs> but like, um, so it sounds like uh, Paul Levesque is now has now taken most control over from uh, Vince McMahon. Yeah. Yay! Yeah. Um, it, it, yeah. It, it seems like TKO Holdings wants Paul Levesque in charge. Oh. And I mean, for me, this is a smart move because he, it is clear to me that Vince McMahon is kind of like he, he was a visionary in his time, but yeah. at the, but his time is over. Exactly. The game has passed him by. He need he needs the creative to be, side. Um, he, his yeah, the creative side. He needs to be like less involved. That's mm-hmm. just how it is. Yeah. And I'm glad this is happening. And I'm bringing this up because there was also a uh, a a little birdie talk. <laughs> Jesus Christ! On a on a very popular uh, YouTube channel uh, that the. The back room is absolutely thrilled. Uh, but they are in higher spirits than they have ever been yeah. in, in a long time. And I wonder fucking why. <laughs> yeah, because Triple H is a uh, Triple H being the head of creative is is putting someone who knows exactly what it's like to be in the locker room, both in good circumstances and in shitty ones. Um it, Triple H, you know, came in and was immediately part of the most hated group in WWE history. And I'm talking not to the fans. I'm talking backstage, which is the click, right? Yeah. Right. So he immediately had that, like, air of, of cockiness and brashness because that's what the click was. And then, of course, when the click misstepped and there was someone to punish, Kevin Nash and Scott Hall were in a different company. And Sean had the title, so you can't punish him. So the Triple H caught a lot of shit. But that being said, um, I don't. I think it's great, and I think the locker room is that's good for them. The morale has to be high because the idea is that Triple H is going to get you out there, right? Yeah, and I think that uh, when if you let Vince McMahon be the top dog. L.A. Knight doesn't make L.A. Knight doesn't get yeah. pushed. If right. you let Vince McMahon be the top dog, um, you're not going to see any improvements in the tag team division. No, and I do think. And while I said before that the tag team division is kind of shit, it's still way better than it, it was towards the end of Vince McMahon's reign. Because I mean, you didn't even have Sami Zayn and fucking Kevin Owens. Exactly. You didn't have the judgment day you didn't have fucking uh you the lwo you didn't have a bunch of guys who who can actually go out there and do their thing i mean yeah you had that the alpha academy but you you're using them as a comedy act i mean 
players can put on good matches, but like, but it's hard to watch with all that those belly rolls. I mean, I'm just gonna say it, but and now you have Imperium who can put on good matches. I mean, right. And, and that's that, the only that, one that I actually think might might have made it even with uh, Vince McMahon because they actually look like Vince McMahon's wet dream. But, exactly. And the, but that's the thing. Uh, there's more. There's more pie available. The more people with Triple H that there was with Vince. Vince would be like, all right, my top few favorites are going to get ninety percent of this thing, and then the rest of you are going to get scraps, and that's it. Mm-hmm. Um, with Paul Levesque, Triple H, it feels like, all right, I'm going to clearly promote the top end. Um, and until you break into the top end, don't bitch about it. But I will definitely get meaningful matches on TV, meaningful storylines across the board. Right. I mean, I went to Raw last year with one of the, the Raw last year in San Jose. Um, and it was one of, it was, not too long after uh, Triple H had, like, at least at the time we thought Vince was gone and retired for good. He wrote that letter, right? So it was in or around that time period. And Raw opened up with Seth Rollins versus Bobby Lashley for the a title. And at the time, Lashley was champion. And that match went, like, 22, 23 minutes, and then Lashley retained. But my point is Vince would have died if Raw opened with a 23-minute match. He wants 23 minutes of posturing and talking, right? So, so yeah, I think I think it's a good choice. Good choice to go with old Paul Levesque there. Yeah. And I think it's hard to it's hard to like make a a good argument for Vince McMahon. I mean, yeah. I I'm a Raider fan. And oh god, is it hard to be a Raider fan? But um, hey, you guys won yesterday. We so won, good. but not against a great team, and like, not matter? in a great way. <laughs> it doesn't no, matter. Sure, whatever. But the point, <laughs> my point is, like especially towards uh, Al Davis, the owner, the previous owner's uh, last days. Yeah. He the game had passed him by. He was doing the yeah. same shit he was doing before, but it just right. wasn't yeah. working anymore. Exactly. And I, yeah. I, I attribute the same thing to Vince McMahon. He the game had no, passed right. him by. Now you're to be right. fair, Vince McMahon's behind the scenes was a little bit more grabby than yeah. Al Davis. Yeah. <laughs> but Some, sometimes you live long enough to see yourself become the enemy, right? Deceive yourself, become the villain who grabs him. Yeah. And- <laughs> Isn't that Harvey Dent who said that? I don't know, something like that. Um, oh, you you either die a hero or you live long enough to become a villain. Something, something to that extent. To be fair, if I'm not mistaken, he's a friend of Trump, so probably does feel like he can grab him by the pussy. Oh, you're talking about Vince? Yeah. Yeah, I was like... Now, uh, you're all like, Harvey Dent? You know he's a fucking uh, <laughs> fictional like, character, yeah. right? I, like, I don't know if District Attorney Dent said that. <laughs> <laughs> you never know, um, man. You never yeah. know. We don't know what he says in the in the uh, comfort of his own home. Anyway. Do not. Last, last up, we got... Uh... Oh, shit. Sorry about that. I took you off the stream there for a second. <laughs> Oh, good, ladies and gentlemen. My yeah. bad. Anyways, uh, show this one up. Uh, Bray Wyatt. Uh, hey, Bray. This is not necessarily about Bray specifically, but it, it is 
reported that WWE is planning on like continuing a storyline that was for Bray about a faction based on his Firefly Funhouse. Fun hey, that could be something, but um, I don't know. I the Firefly Funhouse and Bray Wyatt are synonymous, so mm-hmm. I somehow struggle to see how a faction of the Firefly Funhouse without him would catch on, right? And I look at this, and I see a very high-risk, high-reward type of thing. You know what? If they do it more as a tribute and an honor, then I could see it being high-reward. I could see Alexa Bliss coming back after she's delivered her child and had time away. I could see her coming back and joining a faction like this. Totally, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I could see, like I said, high reward if they do it right. But you run a very big risk if, like, it does not get accepted by the people, by the fans. Yeah, yeah. Of then this it coming out, then it, 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 it looks like a it looks like money kinda, grab or some shit. It looks like a money grab, but it also looks like you're like kind of like uh shitting on the uh the legacy, on the legacy yeah. of Bray Wyatt. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, fans you. aren't gonna like that. No, they're not. The fan, fans not uh, like you, you can say what you want about Bray Wyatt's career. Fans loved him. Yeah. Like he yeah, was he was great. Great on the mic. Yeah, they and, legit did. And that's part of the like and he did work very well in a uh in a stable. I mean he was part of the Wyatt family obviously and that was a great stable. That was a great heel stable. And yeah. pretty freaky like, too. Remind me of Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> and this one reminds you of Texas Chainsaw Massacre meets uh, Mister Rogers. <laughs> <laughs> Mister Rogers Chainsaw Massacre. Won't you be my neighbor? Buried under my face. <laughs> well, not if you have a, a trampoline and that comes with a, a man wielding a chainsaw. No, thank you. <laughs> I'm gonna find me a different house. But um, Precisely. yeah. The, so for me, I, I just wanted to bring this up because I think this could go very well or it could go very wrong, very fast. So. Agreed. So I mean, it does sound, it seem like they're prepared to go forward with it. I hope it works out because I don't think they're doing this in a malicious sense. Yeah, I, I don't just think th- I just think they have this storyline that they want to do, and they, I do think that they want to pay tribute to a great mo- wrestling mind. And I hope it works out for them. Yeah, it, me but, too. Good sentiment. And and on that same note, I hope that Vince McMahon is nowhere near this goddamn storyline. <laughs> Because holy shit, that man has no tact. So exactly. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. And I think most people agree with you what you just said. To be yeah, frank, so I, I I hope it works. I hope Vince McMahon is nowhere. He, I hope he isn't even in the building when they're making this shit up, and then moving along. All right. Exactly. So yeah. So that's what we got for you guys this week. Um, thank you for your, you know hanging out with us and we will, we will hopefully see you next week <laughs> pending uh, illness or mental or, or physical <laughs> or never PTS, PTS something or another poop, uh, poop, poop, stress disorder. 
PTSD, traumatic stress disorder. Stress. Oh, that took that took yep. a second. My brain is not working <laughs> at full tilt right now. Anyways, peace out, guys. We will see you next week. Sha-sha. Hopefully, hopefully. <laughs>